This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 242. And the quote of the day is, focus on where you want to be, not where you were and not where you are. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond and beyond and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast, and this session is brought to you by my friends at Dream Symbols. I was at NAMM a few weeks ago playing with their new crop circles, and they just sent me one in the mail, and I got to tell you, it's amazing. It's it's a symbol that they cut the middle out of, and they put some jingles on it, and you can put it on other symbols or on drums and get some really cool sounds and some some really different sounds than you're used to. It was invented by Scout Pellegrom, who I've had on the podcast. But it's just, it's a really cool thing. You should check it out. Head over to dreamsymbols.com. You can learn about the crop circle and, and all the other great products that they have over there, dreamsymbols.com. Also, a bit of news from Musicians Institute. So they are now the official education partner of Drummer's Resource. And at MI, they have world-class faculty. We're talking like Kenny Arnoff and guy, like just super, you know, high-end professors. They have a state-of-the-art facility, MIDI, uh, MIDI studios. They have recording studios. They have a bunch of drum kit setups. They have they have uh, also world-class curriculum programs and things like that. And you'll also be getting a lot more content from them as part of this new partnership, which is great. You can learn more about Musicians Institute at mi.edu. Now, let's get into the topic for today. So the topic is, what should I be working on? And I know it's a broad topic, and so let me break it down a little bit. I get a ton of emails and some of the coaching clients that I have. We talk about this as well, and I think we're all sort of guilty of this on one level or another, that there's so many things to do, right? Especially as as an independent musician, as, you know, a solopreneur, I guess you can call yourself, uh, which I mean, yeah, you can totally call yourself that if you're doing this either full time, or even if it's a side gig, it's the same thing, but what should you be working on? Should it be practicing? Should it be, you know, starting a band? Should it be writing music? Should it be doing this? Should it be doing that? And I think that while there's no sort of one size fits all answer, I think it sort of depends where you're at in your life, where you're at in your career, where you're at in your playing, and all of that, uh, all of that comes into it. So let me give you a couple things just to think about while you're going through this, and maybe this will help some of you sort of drill down to what's most important, what's not as important right now, uh, and then maybe you can sort of get a little bit more focused. Because if, I love the quote, "He who is everywhere is nowhere." And I've been guilty of this myself of trying to do 80,000 things and thinking that I can do them all. And then I found out that I can't. And so I just decided to concentrate on drummer's resource. And now things are, you know, it's grown exponentially. Things are a lot easier now because I'm just focusing on one or two things and then forgetting about the rest. And one more quote, I'll tell you, you know, Warren Buffett suggests people name the top 10 most important things that they want to work on. And then rank them from, you know, one being the most important, 10 being the least important, work on the top three and don't ever think about the other seven again, which is a bit extreme, but I don't know. I don't mind taking advice from Warren Buffett. I think he's got some things figured out. So let's get into it. Now, playing wise, there, I get a lot of people are saying, well, you know, if they're, 
maybe if they're doing this professionally or if they're doing it semi-professionally, they're saying, okay, I'm spending X amount of hours on playing and then, you know, I have family in this and that, and then I don't have time to do the business thing or I don't have time to network or I don't have time to book gigs or start a band or anything. So here's my thought on that. There comes a point in everybody's career where if you really want to do this, whether it be professionally or not, but if you really want to master the instrument, there's got to be a block of years that you put in a ton of time into practicing. I mean, six, seven, eight hours a day. For me, that happened in college. I was practicing between six and eight hours a day, and I did that for like four years, five years. That's where you make the bulk of your of your progress in, in that space. And I think that some of you may be listening, if you're a little bit older, you're saying, yep, I went through that time. And some of you are maybe younger saying, no, I, I don't, I haven't gone through that time. But I think it's, a ve- I think it's very important for you to one, go through that, that space and time where you're really just focused on practicing, just mastering the craft. And then as your career, as you know, as you become a, a more seasoned player, I think you sort of transition out of that dense practice mode to maintenance and growth mode. So you're still honing the skill and you're still practicing, you know, and working on getting better, of course, but you're not, you're not building the foundation anymore. You've already spent the time to build that foundation and you're, and now you're just sort of adding things on top of that. Now I look at it like, you know, you're decorating the living room and you're, you're, you know, putting the lawn furniture out rather than like in, in there digging the ditch because you got to build the foundation. So if you haven't done yet that yet, I suggest that you do. If you have done all that, then I think, and again, this is just my opinion. I'd love to hear feedback on this, but I think that you can back off a little bit on the practicing and start working on the things that are going, going to help grow your career. Also looking at the things that you have to work on. A lot of the time you'll find that if you do one, it'll sort of make something else easier or make something, make that thing almost not necessary or not needed. So let me, so if you're trying to get gigs, right. And you also want to start a band and you want to play more gig and you want to, you know, have your own band and, and gig. If you start that band and you start gigging, your need to get other gigs is going to be non-existent because now you're playing with your own band. And if you look at things like, okay, what can I do that are going to make these other things on my list easier or not necessary? That's something that you should work toward. So, because you have, you know, a lot of people want to write, they want to book gigs, they want to, they want to start their own band, they want to tour, they want to practice six hours a day. I got news for you. I hate to break it to you. You can't do everything. You're not going to be able to do everything all at the same time. And the number one argument I hear is, well, look at this drummer or look at that drummer. They're doing clinics and they're touring and they're writing music and they're doing this and doing that. But they've built that brick by brick. So it starts with like getting your foundation down, becoming the best drummer that you can be. Start transitioning out of that. Stay in that maintenance mode. Stay in that growth mode. Okay, let me work on one thing. Let me get this thing down. Let me go to the next thing. Let me get this thing down. So for me, I purposely took off from tour. I was like, I'm not going to tour anymore because I want to grow Drummer's Resource. Now, 2017, Drummer's Resource is 
you know, sustaining itself. It is, it's, it's in really good shape and it, I don't want to say it's on autopilot, but it's running very smoothly. Now the focus is going to be back on playing, back on practicing, back on getting out there, back on touring, because now I have the time and the flexibility to do it. So if I, and I'm not saying that you have to throw these things away forever. What I'm saying is I think that you should look at certain things and make a logical step to go to the next thing. So if right now you're like, all right, I put my, I got my foundation in and I want to really start gigging and I want to start getting gigs with other people. I'm not saying that you shouldn't write music too. I'm saying maybe that takes a little bit of a backseat for now, for now. And you work if that's, but if writing is really important, then work on writing music and don't work on don't work as hard at playing the gigs. So you have to balance, I th- I think, suggesting or thinking to yourself, all right, I'm, I can do 100%. I can do all of this stuff 100%. It's not possible. So one, figure out where you're at in your career and see where it makes sense to put the most amount of time. And then two, figure out what things in your, all the things that you have to work on, see what things are most beneficial and can make the other things on your list a lot easier or non-existent. So if you have limited time and you say, okay, I got a full-time gig and I still want to get better and I want to, you know, I want to get more gigs on the weekends and I want to write music and I want to do clinics and I want to do this and I do that. So let's boil it down and say, okay, which one's going to help lead to the next thing? You don't have a ton of time. All right, where are you at in your playing? Is the playing the most important thing? Can you do a clinic right now? Do you have the skills to do a clinic right now? You do? Great. Check it off the list and move on to, okay, now let's start developing the contacts of how you actually start to do clinics. If you're not there yet, get there first. Put one foot in front of the other. Don't try to go from step one to step 20 to step 50. Put one foot in front of the other. Get yourself where you need to be and day by day, put one brick on top of the next to build the thing that you want. And then you'll look back in 10 years and say, oh, now I'm writing music, I'm playing, I'm touring, I'm doing clinics, whatever it is that you want to do. But focusing on one or two things at a time for me has has really proven to be one of the most beneficial things that I've ever done. And it took me a long time to get there. So I'm hoping that you guys will avoid some of the the same mistakes that I made because I do not want you to go through all the agony and pain and frustration that I went through. So I hope that helps. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. So you can go to drummersresource.com forward slash session 242 and you can leave your comments there. Again, I would love to, I love the feedback. I love the interaction. You can leave comments on every single one of these podcasts at drummersresource.com. So there's a comment section. I interact with everybody on there. So would love to hear your feedback, drummersresource.com forward slash session 242. And I got, man, I got a great podcast coming up on Monday. I got, man, I got a lot of great, I got a lot of great interviews coming up. I'm excited about it. So I'll be talking to you next Monday with a fresh new podcast, session 243. And until that next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.